Greetings, everyone. Good night and welcome back to Sovereignty After Dark, episode number three, y'all. Let's get into it. How was y'all week? I hope you guys had a productive week. I hope you had a blessed-filled week. You know, I know it's it's kind of hard to stay productive when you are in quarantine, but I tr- I tend I try to see the silver lining in every situation. I find quarantine being quarantined is a blessing in dis- in disguise. Why can't I speak tonight? You guys have to excuse me. I'm stumbling over my words tonight. Um, I find it a blessing in dis- in disguise because being in quarantine it forces us to get back to us to our families without the hustle and bustle of the day-to-day life that we are so used to we are forced now to reconnect reconnect with self reconnect with family um forced to kind of you know keep your mind sane because let's let's face it, it is hard being in the house all the time and can't get up and go when you want to do it, when you want to get up and go, right? But I find, and even with myself, okay, maybe I should speak for myself. Um, being in quarantine, I was able to, I'm able to meditate more, get back into yoga practices, you know, read more. I am a bookworm and I I realized day-to-day life was kind of getting in the way of me reading. So I was able to read more. You know, there's there's more things that I was able I'm able to do um that that really benefits my mental health. So I I I'm not mad at this quarantine, guys. I I, I got to be honest, I'm not mad at this at all. And the only thing that gets to me is that when I when I want to pick up and go, I can't do that at my own will. Yeah. But I digress. I hope this last week was really good to you. For me, this last week was a bit challenging. Um, I've had a very rough four weeks. Um, but I try to keep positive. Because even though I had that rough four weeks, a lot of positive things happened in that four weeks as well. So I try my best to keep focused on the positive. But I still feel sad, guys. Like, I, I got to keep it 100. I still feel, I feel down. But that is not what I want to speak on tonight. So let's keep it moving. Uh, these last few days, actually, I've been I've been feeling that I need to speak to the single mothers out there. I too am a single mother. My daughter is twenty one. She's turning twenty two this year, and I realize I might be giving away my age when I'm telling you this, but it is what it is, right? Um, it is what it is. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of reflecting on on getting to this point and getting here with her. Um, she's doing well. She's doing well. And I am doing well. But it wasn't always a good look. Let me tell you, there was times I was a hot, fiery mess. There's times when I wanted to 
give up. There's There was times when I really wanted to give up. In fact, there was times when I wanted to send her back to where she came from. There's times when I was willing to call children's aid on myself because I felt like I was going to kill her. This this is my truth, y'all. I mean, <laughs> I got to be honest with you. That's my truth. There was times where I felt like I was going to lose my mind um, with this child with this child but I I had to take a step back and I I realized that there was a time in her life where she was really lashing out it was her way of lashing out because she had a lot of anger in her where her father was concerned she used to believe that um, her father didn't want her you know I think one of the hardest questions to hear your child ask you is mom why doesn't my dad want me what did I do to make him not like me what is it about me that he doesn't want why did he walk out on me the way he did why did he stop coming around why would he choose other people over me how do you answer these questions see with her for the first six years of her life, he was around. He was very present until him and I decided to go our own way. There's a lot of anger between the two of us. There's a lot of animosity. But it came to a point where the relationship no longer served the both of us. Um, it wasn't handled the way it should have been back then. Because we were young, we were young and stupid. I was with her father um, in high school. I started dating him when I was 17. We broke up in our 20s, you know, and the relationship just was not serving us any, any longer. So we decided to part ways and, you know, there was a lot of headbutting going on, a lot of headbutting. Eventually, we, we both moved on with our lives. And he started seeing this young lady um, who he eventually married. But this young lady, for whatever reason, just did not like my daughter. I then I learned I learned later on that the reason why she didn't like my daughter is because she had issues with me. I really don't know what the issues were. I did not know this young lady from anywhere. But clearly she drew her own conclusions and decided that she disliked me because she hated me. She wasn't really that welcoming when it came to my daughter. At first, uh, when he would come and pick my daughter up and she would go over for weekends, um, my daughter would come back and she would say certain things to me and I'm like, what are you saying and who told you to say that who taught you to say that and then she would let me know that it was um her father's girlfriend you know and then as time progressed she would send little messages home with my daughter um when I of course when I would speak with her father and let him know that listen I'm getting these inappropriate messages um being sent here um and I, I find it very disturbing that somebody should be saying this to a child. And of course, when he would confront her 
about these things. Um, she would deny it. She would make it seem like I'm making this up and that my daughter is a liar. Yeah, she would talk all kinds of shit, you know, and so on and so forth. So there were times when I would call him and say, look, this is the situation. Whatever the case may be. It could be, can I need this? Or, you know, I need you to watch Kenna for me because I have to work this weekend. Whatever the case may be. Any messages that would I would leave um, her father, his girlfriend would go in and make sure she would erase them so he wouldn't hear them. And it would cause a lot of rift between him and I. But as time progressed, um, little things kept happening. Where my daughter would come home and I realized that her mannerism has changed like drastically. You know, my daughter is a very, um, well, she was a very active child. You know, she was, you know, a busybody. And she was very happy. Um, and I noticed that her demeanor has changed a lot. And, you know, I would ask her all the time, are you okay, mama? And she's like, yeah, mom, I'm fine. You know, I remember her coming home one Sunday and she was very upset. And I said, what's wrong? She goes, everybody else got McDonald's except for me. So I said to her, I called her father and I said, what, what is this, you know? He's like, well, according to the young lady that he's with, she was misbehaving, so she didn't deserve to get McDonald's with like the other kids because the other kids were listening and she wasn't, so she didn't deserve to get it. And I said to him, I said, is this, and you let something like this slide, you didn't have anything to say about this? This is what you call discipline, starving a child? The child has not eaten. And later on found out that she didn't eat anything that day until she got to me, you know. And, and I, you know, it, it would cause arguments, it would cause fights. And it was always a consistent thing. So I remember now the final weekend, the final, and I say the final weekend because after this weekend, he basically disappeared, my daughter came home a Sunday and oh yeah, there was a huge chunk of hair missing from the back of her head. When I said, what happened to your hair, Kiana? She says, mom, and she starts to cry. And she told me the whole situation and that the young lady pulled her hair out and pushed her <clears throat> needless to say I reacted badly I reacted mm, extremely bad and saying extremely bad doesn't quite say it <clears throat> after the confrontation my daughter expressed to me that she no longer wants to go and spend weekends over by her dad because she does not like the way they make her feel when she's there. So when I spoke with him, I, I let him know of our child's wish. And I said, if there is any visitation happening, I suggest that you would come and get her. Um, you spend the day with her, take her wherever you need to take her. And then you bring her 
back by the end of the evening. From then, we have not heard a peep from her father. She is now 21, turning 22, and not even a happy birthday call she receives. At this point now, she she has come to terms with it. She's good. She understands that this has nothing to do with her, but everything to do with him. So, you know, she's at a she's at a good place now. You know, she she's attending school. She's doing what she needs to do for her. But it took a lot to get to this point. So I'm expressing all of this to say that I know raising a child by yourself is not easy. We need to stay mindful um, when we are pouring into our children. I know a lot of us, there's, I've, hear, I've heard many different stories about you know, being a single mom. On both sides, I've heard it from guys, I've heard it from women. Um, I've even heard it from grown people like my age, my generation, who were raised by a single mom, the different challenges that they faced. You know, I, I've heard where because they may look like their father, they were treated badly. That's not, that, that's, that's a no-no. We can't take those kinds of frustration out on the children. You have to remember, they didn't ask to be here, Okay. And they are looking to you for love and protection. So don't let the anger that you have towards their father trickle on to them. Those mothers out there who tend to use their children to get back at the father, that is not a good look either. You have to understand it's not about you or him. It's about that baby. And what's going to happen eventually is that child's going to realize what you're doing and they're going to harbor resentment for you. If you have a father who is willing to look after their child, why would you deny them that? Why would you deny them that? It is important that a child has that father figure in their life. Why would you deny them that? And then you're telling everybody that, you know, you're doing this by yourself. No, you chose it. If you're denying the father to help, you chose to do this by yourself. I don't qualify you as being a single mom. And then we have those ones who, unfortunately, have no choice but to do it by themselves. My advice to you is to stay strong. It only gets better. It only gets better. You will have frustrating days. You'll have days where you just want to cry, but do not give up on your children. You are all they have. There's nothing more fulfilling when you've seen all your hard work pay off. You raise this little being into being a superb being. You know, somebody who's going to change lives, somebody who's going to alter the narrative in this world, you know. You look on and say, you know what, I did this. It is a tough task, but I promise you, you and your child will come out victorious and nobody, nobody can tell you nothing. You did that. I don't know who needed to hear this, 
but I know somebody did. I hope I was able to encourage you, even if it's just a little bit. That is it. That is all I have for you tonight. I hope you've been blessed with our little convo. Well, monologue. (laughs) Be sure to leave any comments, your questions, your concerns. And I will surely get back to you in regards to them. If you are new to this podcast and you like what you're hearing, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a beat. I pray that you all have a blessed night and a blessed filled week. And we will connect again next week. Until then, be safe, be blessed, one love, peace.